Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today is my co-host, Rissa. Hello. How's it going today, Rissa? Going all right. So your birthday's coming up soon, huh? Yeah, so that weekend, I'll definitely, we won't be able to record, so. But normally, normally you go down to Disneyland, right? It's too bad this year. Yeah. You won't be able to. It's a, definitely a combo breaker, um, especially since, like, we go down either beforehand or during my birthday weekend um, for Lunar New Year. And um, we usually catch uh, whatever Valentine's Day treats there are as well. At least you got to do it last year before they closed. I mean, it was a good thing they didn't close yet, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we were able to go like three times actually last year before the the closure. So we went in January for the opening of Rise um, and Lunar New Year. And then we also went for my birthday in February and then that weekend that it closed. So yeah, this is the year of the combo breaker. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, you get, at least you get to do something. And it's not like uh, you're t- not doing anything at all. Yeah, we're, we're going to keep it small. With um, I'm, I'm uh, going up to Tahoe with friends that are already within my, my bubble, you know, ones that I see all the time. And we get tested like quite frequently. And um, I am halfway vaccinated. And one of my friends will be fully vaccinated by that point, too. Yeah, so that's a good thing. You get to enjoy your birthday instead of uh, being cooped up at home. Yeah, get away from... Uh, <laughs> everything down here and uh enjoy the snow at least that'll be fun snow is always fun yeah probably not gonna go up like to any lifts or anything like that no slopes just like chill just uh just enjoy tahoe with snow all over the place yeah play a bunch of board games oh cozy (laughs) yeah all right so on today's episode, we're we're talking about uh, Disney television animation and and how we grew up with animated series, and a lot of them were based on uh, movies that we watched as kids that that we actually went over earlier, right? Yeah, and a lot of the these are like I consider a really strong showing of um, like just animation in general. It was a fun time when I remember waking up early as a kid on purpose. It got me out of bed and I would always just love that one Saturday morning. And it was just like, it wasn't just Disney that had these really strong cartoon blocks, but it was like WB Kids, Nickelodeon, I think they had some uh, on, in the morning as well. And it was just like a really great time for cartoons. Yeah, yeah. And before before this all started, you know, there wasn't really that strong showing of cartoons you know, you'd had you had stuff like Hanna Barbera um, with, I guess, Scooby Doo and all those all those uh, IPs. But that was with like Disney, the '60s, though, right? And then right. it was just a bunch of reruns. Um, and then with the advent of Disney, their cartoon series were really, really great. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about the history behind that before we uh, get into like our childhood. So I mean, it it start like even Walt Disney himself. He he wanted to do something with animation for the TV for that form factor but uh, it just wasn't economically feasible for the company to branch off and do that at the time in the 60s mm-hmm. he was actually at the world's fair in 64 he he met uh, osamu tezuka who was like the father of 
anime, right? He he's the one who came up with Astro Boy, and you know he was inspired to have something like that with Astro Boy one day, but right. he never got around to doing it. And it wasn't until '84 when you know Michael Eisner took over Disney that they actually looked into pushing uh, TV shows or like animated TV shows for kids. So that's when you know you start seeing in the '80s uh, a few shows, and then in the '90s it expanded, and then 2000s obviously, and then so on and so forth, right? Yeah, it's just so crazy though because Disney started out with short form. Right. Yeah, exactly. The short cartoons and actually showing them in movie theaters too, right? Right. And then, you know, you had your your like Mickey Mouse cartoons and and then they had all the other characters, Donald Duck, Goofy. And so, you know, it, it would have made sense to create TV shows, but I guess it just wasn't in the cards for Walt. I think it was just the kind of quality that he expected after his success in the movie business, trying to get that type of quality on television in a series format would entail a lot of shortcuts, you know? Right. So so you, what, you're, what you mean is like, it would take too long to get the kind of quality that he, he wanted from a series, right? Right. Especially because of the way that series back then worked, where it wasn't like how it is now with streaming platforms where it's all at once or they bank episodes and, you know, are computer generated and, and they can pump them out really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's the technology's there and they have, you know, they were able to develop ways to get the quality in uh, while still being able to animate because you do see that in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s when they were using technology a lot less. Right. So, so yeah, let's let's uh, take a look at these. Uh, I know 80s and 90s is probably too early for you, but they did put a lot of these into syndication, which means that we probably would have seen reruns. And that was part of the success of Disney television animation. It's because they were able to syndicate a lot of these shows and get them aired on different channels, which is you know what, what kept them getting money and kept them uh, financially successful, right? Yeah, I actually remember a lot of these cartoons, even though they were like before my time, before I was born. And it's interesting because, yeah, I remember them on Saturday... Saturday morning or on like Disney afternoon blocks and even on early like morning um, cartoons like before we get ready for school I remember watching some of these that's right yeah they they moved them to different channels and they would show some reruns and it was cool we got to see things that aired earlier even though we were you know much later than when they brought, were first broadcast right so in the 80s, do you remember any of these shows? They had the the Wuzzles, Adventure of, of Gummy Bears, DuckTales, uh, New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Um, out of those, do any of them stick out to you? I remember the last three, definitely. Um, I remember reading a bit about the Adventures of the Gummy Bears um, when I was developing my D&D campaign. So yeah, I mean, I know about it, but it's a little bit weird where there's like these anthropomorphic um bears that you know live in a forest yeah and it is kind of like D style too you know it's yeah. just like what <laughs> but it, it's interesting because they actually brought them back with the latest ducktales oh they brought the gummy bears into ducktales the reboot yeah where they're like this lost ancient society and they're considered the ancient ones <laughs> um, yeah, so they they because you know how Ducktales is where they're adventurers and whatever. So yep, yeah, that's where you know it comes in, and they they actually poke fun at their old uh, adventures of gummy bears. Yeah, it's like a callback. It's really cool. I like the reboot because it's really witty. You know, they you know they they call back to their old days, but they also bring some new spin onto it. So right, I mean, we'll get there. But uh, from the those three that you mentioned, Ducktales, New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, do you? Remember 
well, I for me, when the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh, uh, that's like the one that made me really like solidify Winnie the Pooh as my favorite Disney character. How about for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that along with um, reading the books. Uh, but this show was what made me fall in love with the character of, of Pooh Bear. And um, I just love how innocent he is and how cuddly and, and you know, he's he's kind of dim in the brain, but he's always good intentioned. And there's just some pure, this purity to his character. So, um, one person that I like to mention is Jim Cummings. He he did a lot of characters in in animated in the Disney television animation. Like yes. Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and then like later on in some of the other um, shows, you'll see him in the credits for like everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he still does a lot of voice acting today, and that's you know shows his longevity <laughs> with with the company. Right. Um, so yeah. Uh, DuckTales, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and and all the a lot of these other ones were on the Disney Afternoon block, and uh, they had several blocks starting in 1990, and it went through 94. Do you remember like they brought some of these characters into Disneyland? Yes, um, isn't that where Gadgets Coasters come from? Exactly. So Chippendale, Chippendale Rec- yeah, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, because you know they have that Chippendale Treehouse. And then they have Gadget's Go Coaster, which is based on Gadget from that show. Right. So yeah, and then so moving into the '90s, then you know that's more of when we were younger. Uh, so you'd see like Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop. Uh, those were also in the the Disney Afternoons. Um, I think my favorite was Darkwing Duck from that. Uh, what about you? Did you have any favorites from those three? Um, I do remember Darkwing Duck more than the other two. Um, it's kind of weird because Goofy is my favorite of the Fab Five. Uh, right. But I don't really remember Goof Troop that much. But I do know that uh, it spawned a Goofy movie, right? That's where it came from. Yeah. So Goof Troop like started that because it was like Max and PJ's adventures, you know, with uh, with Pete and, and Goofy. So it was the Goof Troop. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but... For me, Darkwing Duck was my favorite because it's like those were first um, in in Disney television animation. They didn't want to touch the Fab Five. Uh, they they wanted to keep them like pure, so they left them off of these these animation television shows. That's why they you'd see things like Darkwing Duck, where it's like the Duck uh, universe, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, or like um, Ducktales, where it's Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Uncle Scrooge right. instead of like they don't put Donald in there. And like Goof Troop was mainly Max and PJ, and don't, you don't see Goofy, right? Do, doesn't uh, Donald make an appearance in Ducktales? I don't know if he does in the original, but definitely in the the latest one. Yeah, they the latest one he definitely does, and he did in the fir- like one of the first episodes to like launch the series. Oh, to uh, like be like an establishing character yeah. that these are his nephews. Exactly, like Uncle Scrooge is actually Donald's uncle. You know, so it's like he's the great uncle, and then he's just like leaving the kids with Scrooge, right? Right. So yeah, that that that's uh that's how they did it back then, and then they didn't know if it was gonna take off or not. So right. that's why they they did stuff like that, where it's like they'll keep the main ones off to the side a little bit first, and then they'll introduce them if they needed to, right? Mm-hmm. So okay, also in the '90s we've got the Little Mermaid, and that was like a prequel to the Little Mermaid movie because obviously Ariel still has her. You know, tail and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember watching that at all? I do. It's an interesting series, uh, as well as the Aladdin series that we'll touch on, um, because there 
they introduce more backstory and you learn more about uh, what happened between Ursula and uh, King Triton. So I, I really like this series in how it kind of gives you more information and it it was the reason why uh, I view Ursula as my favorite villain. Ah, yeah, that's that's a good that's a good one. Like, it it does like build more of the characters, uh, and then you get to really see um, what's driving Little Mermaid, rather than you know what, what you get from only the movie. So, I agree there. So now the next like three se- series here, where I I don't even remember them that well. They had Raw Tunage, Bonkers, and Marsupilami. They were all related. Raw Tunage was a show that was like a variety show, supposed to be, you know, with little shorts for different characters. And Jim Cummings was in that a lot, you know. Um, but that's that had the spin-offs, and the two spin-offs were Bonkers and Marsupilami. The one I do remember is Bonkers. Um, and it's based on this Jaguar named Bonkers. And Jim Cummings Jim Cummings played that main character. And he was like a basically he was a a a failed Hollywood actor that turned into a security guard or a police officer. <laughs> and he, he would just be bonkers. He'd be crazy and try to solve the case. But he, he like just got in the way. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember any of those. <laughs> exactly. But you probably do remember the next one, which was Aladdin. Yes. And it was based on the Aladdin movie. It's, it's just a continuation after return of Jafar. So what did you think of that series? Um, it wasn't as strong as the little mermaid series because it was like an in-between um, kind of thing where I, I just kept saying, when are they going to get married? <laughs> That's right. They didn't get married until King of Thieves, right? Yeah. And that wasn't the greatest um, movie either. I think it was just because Return of Jafar was so bad that uh, this series kind of fell flat. They were trying to recover from it. And um, yeah, I wasn't too fond of it. It's funny that because uh, if you remember Return of Jafar, the genie wasn't even played by Robin Williams. It was... Uh, Voiced by the voice of Homer Simpson. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the third one was Robin Williams. So the first and the third, Robin Williams voiced the genie. But the second one was the voice of Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, Return of Jafar, it just it wasn't a strong um, follow-up to, to Aladdin. Yeah, so that so I see what you're saying where they're just trying to like recover from that with this series. But it did last two seasons, so. Yeah. <laughs> But the next one I, I do remember a lot was Gargoyles. Oh yeah, that was like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you uh, did you enjoy that show? I did, and I felt like um, Hunchback should have used the style of gargoyles <laughs> instead oh, right. of yeah. uh, the half body statues. Yeah, these guys were cool. It, they were really cool. <laughs> they were uh, they made me not scared of gargoyles. I know, but they're supposed to be scary, right? <laughs> yeah, but they're like superheroes. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So now the next one was actually based on a movie. So Timon and Pumbaa, I I loved that show. It was so funny. What did you think of it? I remember watching it, but I don't really remember any storylines at at all. So was this like a midquel or was it like before they met Simba? I don't really remember. See, that's the thing too. I don't remember either, but I just remember <laughs> that it was like comedy gold because, you know, those two characters are so funny. Yeah. I I feel like there was no real like storyline and story arc to it. It mm-hmm. was like SpongeBob, you know, where yeah. they where they have episodes, but it doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that may like filler. It's just filler, right? But it lasted like. so long. Yeah, four years. <laughs> so yeah, now I 
the next two, I don't even remember. No, I don't remember uh, them. Schnookums and, and Meet Funny Cartoon Show and Quack Pack. But apparently Quack Pack introduced Donald Duck with the nephews. So they were trying to build on Goof Trip there and that success, but it didn't really last that long. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so they, So then they brought in another duck show, which was the next one. The Mighty Ducks animated series. At Mighty Ducks, the animated series from 96 to 97. That one, I remember a lot. Oh, yeah. No, we had action figures for them. Um, yes. I don't remember the main character's name, but I had his his figure. And, like, he had a hockey stick and, I like, he would just slap the puck and whatever. He was the goalie, right? No, it was the guy like- with the, the white. He was, like, a white mallard. He was really big. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he was... And he was he was played by uh, Ian Zering. Ian Zering? Ian Zering, right? Maybe the, he the was voice. the goalie because he had a mask. Yeah, he had the white mask. That's yeah, why I was yeah, thinking yeah. he was the goalie. But I don't know if that was just his superhero kind of... Because they were no, like... No, I, I think he was the goalie and then that's why he had the mask. But then oh, okay. the other ones, yeah, didn't. But they were all part of the hockey team. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that thing was big. I think they, they wanted to go animated instead of doing a live action. Uh, even though the actual Mighty Ducks movies were live action they had like nothing to do with this series you know because the the mighty ducks this animated series was about anthropomorphic uh ducks where the the actual live action is about a a kid's hockey team right i feel like they wanted to do this to uh tie into the hockey team like the actual mighty ducks hockey team because disney believe it or not actually started that team yeah right (laughs) Even though now they're not owned by Disney, but still, they, they're the ones who founded the team. So. Yes, that's why they were in Anaheim. Exactly, exactly. So then, you know, we've got three here that were not uh, related to movies. Doug, Jungle Cubs, and Nightmare Ned. Now, Doug uh, moved over from Nickelodeon. Um, what did you think about it when after they moved from Nickelodeon? I felt like they were too censored, um, and it wasn't as creative for, as the Nickelodeon version. They really, really Disney-fied Doug. Yeah, they did. Uh, I like like the Nickelodeon versions back in the day. Those things were just so uh, adult, but you didn't realize it. Yeah, they were super trippy. It's it it was reminiscent like of of like Ren and Stimpy and like Angry Beavers and stuff like that, where it's quirky and you don't really know what you're watching. Oh, and all real monsters. They were super adult, but like it was so that the adults could watch it with kids and you know the kids don't ever get those jokes but then when you watch rewatch it as an adult you're like oh man <laughs> can't believe my parents let me watch this yeah exactly because then you you actually understand it later right and you're like whoa okay so i mean i feel like people that do the animation they they do that on purpose yes I, I they do <laughs> I, no I, I think they do they also do it on on like disney movies these days you know where they they put things in for the adults. Just like if you look at Frozen 2, that whole sequence with Kristoff singing Lost in the Woods, that was for the adults. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's why I was, like, cracking up where kids were just like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah, they were probably all wondering, I don't understand this. Yeah, why (laughs) why is that crazy lady up there that doesn't have any children with her laughing? Oh, (laughs) Yeah. Looking at you just staring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah. Jungle Cubs and, and Nightmare Net. I don't even remember those. I don't know those. I don't. Were they anything? What What? What are they? I think Jungle Cubs was based on the Jungle Book. It's supposed to be a prequel, 
but I don't even remember. I think mm. Mowgli's in there. I, I who knows. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, they did have 101 Dalmatians, and it was a spin-off from the live action as well as the original movies. I don't remember this. I Do don't you remember that. Wa- remember watching that? That's crazy. Like they had a series. I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> But the the next three I do remember Recess, Pepper Ann, PBJ, Otter. I do remember those. Oh yeah, because Recess and Pepper Ann were part of that one Saturday morning block that we were talking about. So was Doug. But yeah, Recess was a great show because um, I don't know. I just remember like forming, wanting to form like a, a schoolyard gang, <laughs> like oh, like just them. like the kids. Yeah, in that. just like oh, them. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have any nemesis like the Ashleys to to go against. So, <laughs> oh man, all the Ashleys. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I remember that so well because it's just like we were kids like that had recess and all that while this show was going on. So it really related. Yeah. You know, we were around the same age as those kids while it was happening. <laughs> Did we ever have a Miss Finster? I I don't remember having a Miss Finster. I don't remember either. I don't think we did. Yeah, probably not. Our our teachers were nice. But Miss Finster had heart. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she cared. Definitely. And then, the, then they had like Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann, Pepper Ann, calling Pepper Ann. Oh man, <laughs> I, I can't get that song out of my head. I love that that theme song, even though I don't remember like what the show was about, other than the fact that she was this nerdy kid that was awkward and was always late for school. <laughs> I know. I. Uh... I kind of like related it to Daria, but for kids, you know. Yeah, um, that, that's valid. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those like uh, tweener shows, you right? Know? Right. Oh man, those that was that was something when we were kids, you know. <laughs> yeah, but the strongest part of that whole show was its theme song. Right. Exactly. Like that's the one you remember. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like um, with Daria. Like I don't remember the episodes about Daria. I remember watch like sneaking to watch it, um, and I also remember that theme song because it's so simple. Right, exactly, exactly. So yeah, and then um, so then next you see them, you see Disney Television Animation jumping into the kids, like the little kids section with PB and J Otter. I, I remember watching some of this. Yeah, do the noodle dance. Exactly, like noodle dance, because they would play this early in the mornings, right, when we're getting ready for school. So it's just like on on the TV. <laughs> yeah, it it was also like on during Playhouse Disney. Right, um, right. So I remember watching that during like vacation time. Yeah, because there's nothing to watch, right? You just turn yeah. the TV on. There it is. That and Roly Polioli. Oh, I love Roly Polioli. Yep. Uh, but it's not listed here because I believe it's a different animation studio. Probably. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But PBJ Otter was actually Disney te- Television Animation. So next we see Hercules from '98 to '99, and this was a a young Hercules. So like when he was still growing up. Uh, what did you think about this series? It wasn't really needed, but I do remember watching it. Yeah, it's one of those uh, filler things again, right? Right, it's more filler. Um, and because Hercules is based off of Greek mythology, I kind of felt like it hurt the the movie more than it helped it because it was just straying further and further away from the actual Greek mythology. Yeah, just like, yeah, let's just pile on uh, more inaccuracies, right? Right, right. <laughs> All right, so the last one in this uh, 90s period would be Mickey Mouse Works. This was just... A bunch of shorts that were strung together. They were uh, they featured. They were kind of in the style of the the golden age of Disney tunes. Uh, you know, they they'll have Mickey Mouse as a star or like little shorts with Goofy and or little shorts with Donald. They were cool, but I don't actually remember the show itself. Yeah, Do you I remember don't, it? I don't remember it. 
but I can picture what you're saying where it was sort of like um, in between commercials or whatever, like what they do on Disney Channel these days. Right. Except the Disney Channel has the updated one, right. which we'll get to in the 2010s. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to move to the 2000s. And a lot of these, I don't even remember. Really? Um, I remember a lot of these. Yeah. I remember uh, the some, some of them I do. That one I don't remember. I, what, what was I don't? What was the weekenders? Was that good? It was basically recess, but on the weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. There cool. are these tweeny boppers that like skateboarded and whatever, and they would just do a whole bunch of hijinks and meet at the mall, and yeah, it was. They're called the weekenders because it was about the weekend. Okay, well that sounds interesting. Yep. <laughs> so then they had like Clerks, the animated series based on the Clerks show. Um, it was never credited to Disney at Television Animation because you know Clerks the movie was like. <laughs> You know, Kevin Smith, Jane Silent Bob, it's very uh, adult. So, uh, yeah, I don't. That's why they, yeah. I don't remember that series. Yeah, because they didn't want to credit it to Disney. <laughs> and then they had Teacher's Pet. Do you remember that? I don't, I don't even remember that. I remember the animation of Teacher's Pet. I don't remember watching it. It's probably okay. not my cup of tea, but I do remember Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, which is the next one here. Um, and that's based on the Toy Story franchise. Uh, what did you like? I remember that so well, the, the actual animated series. Uh, what did you think about it when you watched it? I loved it. And I, I shipped Buzz and that girl, space alien, space ranger that she was he was always flirting with. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And but then Jesse came out, you know, so I'm like, uh, I guess that works too. Um, but I just saw it as a separate entity than Toy Story because this was like based on the lore of Buzz Lightyear. So that's why I'm kind of like hesitant about the latest release of what Pixar is working on um, with a Buzz Lightyear movie on Disney Plus, or I don't know if it's on Disney Plus or actually on like a theatrical release. Um, but yeah, they're they're focusing on the lore of where Buzz Lightyear, the character, came from, like the actual human. So I am not chill with that because of this animated series that I love so much. Yeah, it's like they totally forgot about it and they're trying to retcon it or something. Like, dude, what yeah. about the animated series? That was all about the lore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it it really depends on how they address it, whether they're treating the animated series as another inspiration of this actual person. But yeah, we'll see. So people were, were getting up in arms about the fact that it was Chris Evans who was going to voice Buzz Lightyear. But I'm just like, well, you guys were not up in arms back when they did the animated series. It wasn't Tim Allen back then. <laughs> yeah, well, because like in the animated series, it wasn't that Buzz Lightyear. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're saying that this is not either. So it's this not. might actually be that Buzz Lightyear. So, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that this animated series was within the realm of Toy Story, but like it was probably based on the actual human where it was like you have the, the merchandise and then you have this uh, cartoon show, but then... The actual inspiration is from this true astronaut type of thing. So do you think this this TV series here was the TV series that Andy would have been watching? Yes. Yeah, I think that's so. how I took it. Because that's I, how I took I, it. I feel like in number three, they were, or number two, I think Rex was playing the video game and it was it was in the style of of this series. Yeah, it was just like he was um he was controlling Buzz and they were trying to get rid of Zerg, like yeah. 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 So yeah, that that was Buzz Lightyear Star Command. They also put in Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters around the same time, 
I think they wanted to like get everything in sync, you know? Right. That was when they like ripped out rocket rods, right? Exactly. They took out rocket rods and replaced it with Buzz Lightyear <laughs> Astro Blasters. Mm-hmm. But they did they did test it out in Disney World first, obviously, because that version is, you know, prototype. <laughs> that version is bad. <laughs> yeah, not as good as Disneyland. Yeah. But at least people can ride it right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm not salty. <laughs> All right. So now we got another two that were not based on movies. We got House of Mouse and Lloyd in Space. So House of Mouse was kind of like Mickey Mouse works, except it was like a club style where Mickey Mouse uh, invited all of the animated characters and then they'll show them a, a cartoon yeah. inside the club. I yeah. loved House of Mouse, especially like the opening sequences and when they broke the fourth wall or they would diegetically they broke the fourth wall. But yeah, it was a great cartoon because you get to see Mickey Mouse and the Fab Five and interplay with... It treated the villains and the the characters like they were actors and they were they were like in this kind of premiere club that it, it made me feel like Mickey Mouse was Walt Disney showing all of his all-star friends um, like secret releases and whatever. So that's how it felt. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I, I enjoyed that show. And then when they did like a villain's takeover of the House of Mouse, I was like, wow, this is cool too. Yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. So then they also had Lloyd in Space. I don't I don't remember watching it. I don't it, remember that. I, I saw a picture of it and I was like, oh, I remember that guy, the character Lloyd. But the show, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then the next uh, series was based on a movie, The Legend of Tarzan. And it just continued the movie in the TV format. So what did you think of this series? I liked it. I didn't watch the entire series, but I it was definitely on right before we got ready for school. So I remember watching that and catching little parts of it. And then I think it spawned the sequel, Tarzan and Jane. Right. But I think that was direct to video. That one was. It was direct to, to home theater. So uh, then we have three more. We're not based on the, on the movies. We got Timo Supremo, Kim Possible, and Fillmore. Out of those three, I think Kim Possible was the best of those three. What, what oh, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Kim Possible. You have Chrissy Carlson Romano. Will Friedle, is that his name? Yeah, Will Friedle. Yeah, they were such great uh, voice actors. And if you haven't caught up with Chrissy Carlson Romano lately. She has a YouTube channel that I love watching. Um, she she has like nostalgia filled cooking with a whole bunch of um, basically voice actors and actors from from our youth. So it's a really cool. Uh, she also has, she vlogs with her husband. So it's a really cool YouTube channel, and I I highly recommend it. Did she uh, did she bring Will Friedle in there once? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, uh, and they I think they cook a naco. Oh, nice. Yeah. Based on Kid Possible. All right. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think she also did something with Ned's Declassified and a whole bunch of, like like I'm saying, a lot of TV shows from, from our youth. So it's nostalgia filled and you'll definitely get a kick out of it. Definitely, definitely. So that brings us to the next show, which was actually based on the movie Lilo and Stitch. It's Lilo and Stitch, the series. And that kind of like they were on a mission to collect all of the experiments that got out of Jumbo's experiments. What did you think about that series? I loved this series. It also um, introduced Stitch's girlfriend. And I think his name it was 625 or 627, the guy with the sandwiches. Oh yeah, <laughs> like he all he he's like just as powerful as Stitch, but his flaw is that he wants sandwiches all the time. <laughs> he's a master sandwich maker. He's like a yellow fat version of Stitch. Yeah, exactly. I I think you're right. Six two five. It was right before Stitch was created. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Yeah, uh, I really like this series because you got to see all of the different powers and all of the different experiments, and um, some of them were really cool. And then they all end up like Stitch will turn them into Ohana. You right, know? right. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed that sh- that series too. It, it lasted a little bit. I don't even know how it ended. I don't. Remember I don't remember the how ending. it resolved at all. But I again, I was uh, shipping Nani and David. Oh right, of course. <laughs> So now we have like four in between the next movie series. We've got Dave the Barbarian, Brandy and Mr. Whiskers, American Dragon Jake Long, and The Buzz on Maggie. I think out of those, my favorite would have been American Dragon Jake Long. Agreed. That's the one I watched the most out of. Um, One, because of Dante Bosco, and two, because it was an Asian story. Um, And not just a straight-up Asian story. He was um, Asian-American because he was half uh, white, so... I really like the series and the culture that it brought to to Disney Channel. That's right, and they and they used like Chinatown in Manhattan a lot, which right. is like the biggest Chinatown in the U.S. Right? <laughs> yeah, I still don't understand Food Dog because oh, yeah. he was what like was a, with that? a talking dog. They never really explained it, but I'm like, he's a kid that can turn into a dragon, so I guess it's okay. Yeah, you, you gotta just brush it off, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Jake Long, voiced by Dante Bosco. I like that he was Filipino guy who played Jake Long, you know? <laughs> also Zuko. Zuko, yeah. So he's been getting a lot of voice acting gigs, which is good. I, I, I remember Brandy and Mr. Riskers, but I didn't watch it. It was like, I think, Rabbits? Yeah, uh, Brandy was a dog and Mr. Whiskers was the rabbit. Yeah. That wasn't one that I really watched. Yeah. You know, I just, it was just there. I I would hear, I would see commercials for it, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, I also remember Dave the Barbarian, but I didn't watch it. I thought, I I feel like I thought they were too weird. Dave the Barbarian was weird. So (laughs) that one, I, I just, it wasn't my cup of tea, you know? And like the buzz on Maggie, that one, not my cup of tea either. It's about a tween fly. I don't even remember that. It was like produced in Australia. So I don't know. It was kind of weird. Mm. So yeah, that would bring us to the next one, which was actually based on a movie. And it's The Emperor's New School. And it follows Cusco from The Emperor's New Groove trying to finish school. <laughs> so what did you think about it? I actually really liked this um, because there was more Yzma. And uh, right. Kronk spoke Squirrel and was like the leader of the Squirrel Scouts. And um, it's just a really fun show. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was definitely a good one. I mean, it it came after Kronk's movie, so it's, you know, continuation and it's just more Isma trying to become the empress. <laughs> yeah, and I think there was also um like a different cast involved where he had like his own friends too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was cool. So now, you know, the next on the list here, they're they're not really movie related, but yeah, they're cool too. They've got Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, The Replacements, Shorty McShort Shorts, My Friends Tigger and Pooh. Phineas and Ferb and Special Agent Oso. So of those, there's like one, two, three of them that were on Disney Junior. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, My Friends Tigger and Pooh, and Special Agent Oso. Do you remember any of these series? No, this was already past like when I was really interested in in watching um, the kitty stuff on Disney Channel. So yeah, I was more into like Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place, and all that. More of the, uh, the catered to the teen stuff. Right, right. Because right. I mean, like this is... Yeah, pushing on, uh, I was in high school already. Yeah, exactly. Like I was almost done in high school. So it's like, like for Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, that lasted 10 years. So there's like a whole catalog where my son is actually watching it, you know? That's- oh yeah, he's <laughs> like, play Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, please. I'm like, uh, okay. Like that's the show that he would, if we were going to watch Disney Plus, that's the only one he'll watch on Disney Plus. I'm like, yeah, let's watch something else. There's a lot of, this, this catalog is huge. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, so yeah, there's there's ten years worth of uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on there, um, and then Phineas and Ferb. That oh, was a I, big I guess thing. I did watch that, but I didn't really watch the rest of it. I watched the like initial part more because of Ashley Tisdale, right? Yeah, she was the voice of Candace, and I kind of wanted her to bust the kids. Like they're just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're troublemakers. So they actually did a Candace movie. Yeah, it's uh, on Disney Plus, right? It is, and I actually watched it. It was. Was it good? <laughs> I was good? like, "Ooh, Ashley Tisdale's back." Was it good? <laughs> uh, I thought it was good. I kind of like picked up my phone like halfway through and just yeah. you know put it on in the background, right? right. But it, it was a, uh, uh, it was okay, uh, typical Phineas and Ferb style. But you know that wasn't part of it. wasn't really part of my childhood, but I. I do remember it being a big part of a lot of kids' childhoods. Yeah, and I do remember Perry. He was really cool. Yeah, Agent P was a thing. Like, yeah. Um, when I was working at Disney World, they had this Agent P around the globe. So at Epcot, they have this. They had these um, like cell phones. They were flip phones. Even even back in 2012, they were flip phones, and they would hand them out like rentals or you know they'll hand them out to the kids mm-hmm. and it would it would give them directions on like a mission that they'd have to complete they'll go around the world showcase and look for clues and stuff and the screens would pop up agent p and stuff like that it was like a search that way the kids don't get bored when they're going around the, the world showcase that's really cool they should do that again they they do things like that uh during festivals like they'll have remy and you have to go find the remys and things like that but yeah. it wasn't as good as this one this yeah. one was like interactive that gaming. sounds like a lot of fun and they should start doing that considering you have the play app these days yeah i think they tried to do something like that but it wasn't as successful as this one was mm. um but also they would sell the ear hats right so I, I worked in a shop that sold the ear hats and they had Agent P ear hats. And oh, that was a yeah. big thing too. Perry the Platypus was a huge thing. Even for people yeah. that didn't watch it. They had um they had the uh, pillow pets. Yeah. Those sold a lot. Yeah. Too. I was like, what is this? What, what why do these people love the platypus? It's because so it's so quirky, you know? It's like, who has a pet platypus? That's so weird. And not only that, but it's a secret agent platypus right, too. Right, right. <laughs> With a fedora. Oh man! All right. So moving into the 2010s, um, they had a surprisingly a lot of shows in the 2010s. Yeah, I didn't watch any of them um, except okay. Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure and probably the first season of Ducktales. Oh, and I watched the movie Lion Guard, but not the series. Okay. All right. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of these, you know. Kick Batowski. I was like, they really named the show Kick Batowski, Suburban Daredevil. I guess so. <laughs> I, I've I've seen some of the fish hooks. They're like shorts, and then take two Phineas Ferbs based on Phineas and Ferb. Jake and the Neverland Pirates. I, I watched some of that because it's you know Disney Junior. Right. Uh, then there's Motor City, Tron Uprising. I didn't even get to watch that. That was on those two were on Disney XD. I don't mm-hmm. I don't even have Disney XD. <laughs> <laughs> I probably do now, but yeah, I I never watched those because again, I didn't even watch Tron. So <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So like I've I've seen some episodes of Gravity Falls, Sophia the First. And I heard then there's I heard that Gravity uh, Falls is a really really good show. Um, yeah, and the person that developed the Owl House is um, the partner of of uh, the creator of Gravity Falls. So it's yeah, kind of it is good. Yeah, it kind of has that kind of same style, and they have that same kind of um, 
humor in it. So that's why I really like Owl House. So I should probably watch Gravity Falls. But yeah, I thought it was weird. Did they put Gravity Falls on Disney Plus? Because if they did, you, you should uh, go and watch that. I feel like they might have. Um, the thing about Sophia the First is it has a lot of lore and it spawned a lot of sequels. So even though it's a kid show, I feel like I should watch it just because there's so much um, world building in it. I feel I, I I took a lot of Sophia the First lore and put it in my D and D campaign, even though I know nothing about you know the actual. Uh, story but yeah i i added some of their kingdoms in there too oh wow that's cool yeah it's really rich with um yeah. with with world building so it's it's weird so then we'll see in the next um series you've got the mickey mouse uh it's it's just called straight up mickey mouse and these were the quote-unquote new style of mickey mouse drawings where they introduced that um what did you think about that when they introduced these new style of cartoons I liked it because it was kind of reminiscent of um, the way that Walt animated before with like the pie eyes and stuff. Right. Um, But yeah, I I like it. It's quirky and it's fun and um, I don't have a problem with the new style. Some people really did. Oh, I know. They took offense to it. I was like, really? I know. (laughs) But I thought it was fun. People should just, yeah, they should just enjoy the stories in there because they're really like fun. I really like their French one, the French short where they're only speaking in French and they're trying to like chase this baguette. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like the I like the one where they they take the ride through Nature's Wonderland. I was like, "Whoa, dude, this is like the ride." Yeah. That goes through the Crystal Caverns, right? Oh man. Takes you back to like old school Disneyland. Right. Or like Potato Land. Do you remember that that episode where <laughs> they're making fun of Disneyland? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they like to make fun of their own parks a lot. Because if you think of like um, a Goofy movie with the possum place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Making fun of country bears. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then there's a, like a few more here. Wander Over Yonder, 7D, Pen Zero, Part-Time Hero. I don't even remember these. I Star versus yeah. the Forces of Evil, Two More Eggs, Pickle and Peanut. I think they're okay since some of them lasted two, two or three years. But I don't know. I didn't, I didn't watch, watch them. them. Then you get to Descendants Wicked World, which is the 3D animated version, uh, like continuation of Descendants movies. Uh, it's based on those. I didn't watch them. Didn't watch Descendants. Didn't watch this series. I actually enjoyed Descendants. So I've, I've watched the, th- the three movies. Uh, but, you know, it's, the th- it's this thing I didn't watch, the, the actual animated show. Yeah, a lot of these are like, I'm already an adult. So, <laughs> I I mean... I've recently gotten back into cartoons, uh, but yeah, not not these. Yeah, it, we're like in 2010s and 2020s. We're adults now, so it's like it doesn't really affect our childhood, you know? Right, right. But you know, there 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 are some choice ones in here that we've seen, you know. But you know, then we have the Lion Guard. I, I did watch some of those episodes because you know my son watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, like these Disney Junior ones, Elena of Avalor. Like I've I've watched that, but Elena. you know, exactly. <laughs> like they have that parade, right? That haunts me. <laughs> really? Uh, Did, when you saw that, were you like, "Who is this"? <laughs> no, it's just like every time my friends and I would just go to the to the back area where we would drink our beers. Like the parade would come by during Christmas time, and it was just the, constantly singing Elena of Avalor, and I'm like. Please stop. (laughs) 
And then they do the meet and greet over there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Elena of Avalor. And then we've got Future Worm, Milo's, Milo Murphy's Law, Mickey Mouse Mixed up, mixed up Adventures, which is still going actually. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty good. They they like put a spin on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but it's cool. Um, and then they've got Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure, which you said you watched. Uh, what did you think of that show? I love it. I I am like trying to rewatch it now on Disney Plus because I didn't finish the series and um, I regret it because there's a lot of history in there. I'm not going to spoil anybody because it's such a great backstory on Eugene and on like Mother Gothel and stuff. So yeah, definitely watch that. Uh, I included it in my current D&D campaign and we're currently in the Kingdom of Corona even though <laughs> it's coronavirus right now. So yeah, it's kind of funny. You guys are stuck in the Kingdom of the Coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's we didn't involve coronavirus, but we're currently in Corona dealing with a zombie problem. So Oh, great zombies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now... Uh, We've got Billy Billy Dilly Super Duper Subterranean Summer. I think that was only um, a few episodes or one episode or something, a special, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't. But then we've got DuckTales. And that's a reboot. A reboot of the 1987 show. I think they put it on Disney XD first and mm-hmm. then um, they moved it to Disney Plus. I think it's on there, right? It. I think so. Um, I did watch a bit of it um but then i kind of it they just kept releasing so much of it that i got overwhelmed and i just stopped watching it yeah there's just so many episodes i was like wow how do i how am i even gonna tackle that <laughs> yeah yeah it's a lot but it's really it's really good i i like the style and i like how they you know put it out there. right so then we've got big hero six the series based on the movie which that was based on Marvel comics, so it's like... Yeah, I regret not watching the series because it really expands the world of Big Hero 6, but they released it on Disney XD, so that's why I didn't get a chance to watch it. It's like they have these Disney XD shows where it's like, I want to watch it, but I don't have Disney XD, so I can't. (laughs) Did they put it on Disney Plus? I'm not sure, but I, I did see that they were showing some episodes on Disney Channel... So they they moved some episodes, like I guess older episodes. They'll put it on Disney Channel, mm-hmm. but like newer ones, they keep it on Disney XD. I don't even know anymore. I don't. I, know. I don't know why they're trying to like split it up. You know, this is the boys' channel, but like, come on, just if it's good content, just put it on Disney Channel. Right. Exactly. If it's good, just put it there for everybody. All right. So then we've got Big City Greens, Fancy Nancy, and Amphibia. Those ones are still going, actually. I, Big City Greens, I, I'll, I'll see it on Disney Channel. Uh, they play it like on Saturdays or you know whenever there's a in-between thing. I think it's okay. Is this the urban farming one? Yeah. They, okay. ha- they have their own farm right in the middle of the city. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen clips of it, but I haven't actually watched it. It's kind of funny. It's, you know, it's just like ridiculous. Uh, and then Fancy Nancy is like a Disney Junior show. And then you've got Amphibia, which is pretty recent. I didn't watch that. <laughs> so now we've got the 2020s, which would be now. Um, you said you've watched The Owl House, right? I did. I watched the whole season, uh, the whole first season, and I'm really looking forward to the next season. My favorite character in it is Ida. Uh, she's the owl lady, and she's just 
she's so much fun. She's sassy and she has magic powers and there's portals and everything and there's um, representation in this. So yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah, sounds like a fun show. I should probably watch that too. <laughs> yeah, it's really quick. All right. So then, you know, we've got The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, which was brought to Disney+. Plus. It's basically a continuation of those Mickey Mouse cartoon series. Mm-hmm. So now that's all that's on Disney+. Plus. And then I guess in 2021, you're going to have The Ghost of Molly McGee, Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Then eventually Monsters at Work, The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Mickey Mouse Funhouse, Hamster and Gretel. We don't even know when that's coming out. And the next Darkwing Duck reboot. We don't know when that's coming out either. So those are things to look forward to. Uh, Any on this list that you'd look forward to here? Definitely Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur because it's it's adding more Marvel fun to to it. I'm I'm interested to see if they're going to connect it to the MCU in any way and possibly live action it later on um, because it's one of the lesser known um, Marvel superheroes. And I'm super excited for Monsters at Work because this is where you kind of learn more about the Laugh Floor and what happened after Monsters, Inc. I don't know if I'm excited about the Proud Family because, like, the way they left it with the movie, they could have just left it alone. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ugh, why? <laughs> yeah. But, but like, Darkwing Duck, I'm looking forward to that because if the, the DuckTales series is any indicator of what's going to happen, I mean, it should be successful i think it'll be interesting if they take a darker tone with it oh yeah instead of a lighter tone like they did with ducktales right <laughs> yeah that would be that would be interesting to see how they go with that um are they gonna be like batman i don't know <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll see so the the thing that is kind of up in the air with disney television animation is that on december 10 2020 Walt disney animation studios the the feature animation arm and also Pixar announced that they're going to expand into television programming. And that's where you see like Monsters at Work as well as like the, the Marvel show, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like what's going to happen to the future of Disney television animation, right? What, what do you think? Do you think it's, it's going to impact at all this Disney television animation, uh, the studio? I don't know. What do you think? I don't think so. Um, it's lasted this long into the 2020s and... Um, it might just add more um, competition. And when you add competition, the, you get better things. So you think they're com- going to compete against themselves and be like, okay, who who has the better shows? <laughs> I think so, because they're always competing for those Emmys, you know? That's true. That's true. The end, the end goal is always the Emmy, right? Yeah. I mean, if you look at their, their Oscars, they're, they're competing against themselves constantly. So... I think with more competition this way, they'll focus more on quality than quantity, and hopefully they'll they'll look inward and you'll get more hits and and greater storytelling like the Owl House. Yeah, definitely. I, I would love to see them, especially since Netflix is a big competitor and they really like injected a lot of money into making animation and doing a lot of uh, like TV style series for for their programs. I kind of want to see the competition between Disney and, and them. Oh, yeah. What about you? Yeah, because Netflix, I've been watching. I just finished uh, Shira. I watched, I'm in the middle of watching Kipo, and they're really great animated series. I'm going to start Hilda. So, yeah, these are really great animated series, and it'll be interesting to see how Disney competes with them or if they just say, okay, you got it. <laughs> I'm going to go back to movies. I hope not. I hope Disney keeps on uh, trying to compete with with the other with the competition, you know? Yeah. 
I hope they win the streaming wars. Oh, Disney Plus wins? I hope they win. I mean, Netflix is, is starting to... I mean, they've already increased the price again yeah. because they're injecting, I guess, a new movie every week. And it's yep. just like, do they really need to spend that much money and then take our money? <laughs> I mean... We'll see. We'll see. We're getting great content, and we'll see what the future of television actually looks like. Um, because they're they're going more into the consumer uh, focused um, market, where it's what people want is what we're getting. So hopefully soon it doesn't become subscription based, but it becomes like you can buy the shows that you want, and you can get the you know piecemeal together what you like. So, oh, like a package? Yeah. You build a package? It's what we've been screaming for, for for the longest time with cable providers because we're like, I don't want like a thousand channels that I don't watch. I just want these five channels, you know? I see what you mean. Just like, you know, let me build a package myself and then I'll pay accordingly, right? Right. But I don't think it's going to happen that way because um, they're not unifying kind of with the streaming. They're just fighting each other. So essentially it's going to become just like what television already is where you have a whole bunch of different competing premium channels and you have to choose which one you want in order to get the content you want. But it's hard because I have, I I like some shows on Hulu. I like some shows on Apple TV, on Disney, on Netflix, but I don't want to pay all of these premiums. Yeah, exactly. And and one thing I don't want to see happen is like the introduction of ads injected into the middle of your show. Right. Like like what they do with YouTube or Hulu. like what they started doing on actually Peacock. Yes. So if you're not a premium Peacock member, they'll have an ad. I was just watching uh, Harry Potter on Peacock and like every five minutes they, they inject an ad in there. Oh, and just that's like, annoying. Okay. You might as well watch it on Freeform. With the commercials. With yeah, the commercials. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. Okay. Another ad? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, that's how they so get hopefully you. They don't, yeah, hopefully they don't do that with Disney Plus or Netflix. <laughs> I don't think they'll do that with Disney Plus at least. Um, but if they do, it'll probably be in the beginning or at the end. Oh, yeah. Um, right. Similar to the way that they do their T or they used to do their TV shows where their commercial breaks were just like Disney commercial breaks. You know, all of, oh, their, yeah. all of their commercials were Disney driven. It's like, oh, yeah, upcoming show or... A movie that they're gonna have a trailer for, or something, or like that. this merchandise, buy this toy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the the Disney merchandise. Yeah, but they do it like I don't know if they still do it because I don't watch um, Disney Channel anymore. But when we were growing up, they did it like HBO style, where it's just in between shows. That's where their breaks were. Yeah, they 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 still have that uh, on Disney Channel, but they have a lot more ads. Right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anything you want to say in close? On this uh, on this topic here, yeah, growing up Disney with all of these um, animated series was really interesting because, like I said in, at the top, waking up on Saturday morning to watch all of these dif- different cartoons was um, it was a motivator to get out of bed and not just sleep until you know noon, which I do these days. <laughs> um, but I feel like if I had those Saturday morning ca- cartoons, I probably would wake up early again. Yeah, definitely. So I. I loved growing up with the series that we got and I'm glad that they still have series now that kids can grow up to or grow up with uh, and it's it's actually on platforms that they can enjoy 
joy too. So yeah, I also like how they're introducing a lot more representation, whether it's culturally or uh, gender based. Um, it's an easier way to discuss different social uh, issues with children. So cartoons are a great way to to bridge that gap. So I'm glad that they're they're injecting a lot more things into into their programming. All right. So anything you want to tell our listeners to close the episode? Yeah. Thanks for joining us on um, going over these, the animated series uh, for Growing Up Disney. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you're also staying safe. And I'd like to thank you listeners as well for tuning into this episode and like to say to keep uh, tuning in for future episodes as well. So on behalf of Rissa, I'd like to say keep your watches, sync to Disney time. See ya. Bye.